G'day, I'm Woz. And I'm Nick, sometimes Coxie, mostly Nick. This is the Tradies in Business podcast, and we're here to share a bunch of tips, ideas, tactics that you can put in place to get change happening in your trade business right now. If you're really lucky, we're going to entertain you with a few mum jokes, and more importantly, a bunch of fantastic guests that will educate you in all things you need to know about trade business, but we do promise to do it with a whole bunch of fun along the way. I'm a self-confessed idiot, so strap yourself in and enjoy another episode. Righto, we're coming at you with some more tidbits. It's a really dangerous word to say and I'm not going to say it. I want to now go and Google because, you know, I like Googling stuff. It's pretty entertaining actually when you Google some things. I want to Google the origin of tidbit. Like where did that come from? Because it's T-I-D-B-I-T, not the other spelling that you might be thinking. Why don't you Google and I'll pat out for a while and you can come back with an answer. So, <laughs> well, so these, these episodes are meant to be short, sharp and shiny where I talk all over the top of Nicole so she can't get a word in and then that way it just becomes Tradies in Business with Was. Hey, Nicole, would you like to join me? Sure. How are you, Ari? <laughs> I'm well. Uh, they are meant to be short, sharp and shiny, but we realised with a back catalogue of over 600 episodes of the show do we still call it a show? I don't know. It's a show to me. Hmm, and we show. have the I'm opportunity to point you back towards some of our really memorable episodes that we've done over the years. And we were sort of talking through this morning what we would like to share with you. And we've come up with an episode. Now, this is way back now. Oh, gosh, I've lost it. What did I say it was? 2018, Nicole. 2018. January. It was January 2018. Wow. I have lost it. Here it is. It's episode 213. Episode 213 from 2018. And we were talking to a journalist, Gibbo, from the Chronicle up there in Toowoomba. G'day, Gibbo, if you're listening. Hey, Gibbo. It's been a little while. I used to CrossFit with Gibbo. I can't quite remember whether he came into the studio and did it. Or we did. did online. No, he came into the studio in inverted commas, um, which consisted of the spare bedroom in my house in Toowoomba. It did. It was pretty cozy. <laughs> it was very, it was very cuddly in there. Man, and that room got hot in summer too. It was revolting. It did. It did. Well, Toowoomba probably has three hot days in a year and those days were very hot and they were always when I was in Toowoomba doing a podcast episode. It's your fault. Now, who wants to know about Tidbit? Versus titbit. Okay. Give us tidbit. Apparently the Poms say titbit and the Yanks say tidbit. Of course, the Yanks got to be different. Um, the Oxford English Dictionary suggests that the term may have originated as a combination of the adjective tid, playful, frolicsome, lively, etc., and the noun bit, biting or a bite, as in a bite. So, you know, a bite of something playful or lively, a small bit of something lively. There you go. So a tidbit. It's just a small bite of something lively or interesting. Uh, and then it just all got bastardized and turned into tidbit and titbit. And now nobody uses it apart from old people like us. So there you go. I think it's a pretty nice segue into what we're going to talk about anyway. Angie. An interesting story that you just shared. It is an interesting story. And it came from the internet, so it must be true. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, there's a double a double whammy segue. 
So stories, um, the interview we did with Gibbo, Gibbo's a journalist, still is actually, he's a blogger, um, he's got a side gig as a CrossFit coach now, we still chat occasionally on social media and I follow uh, his antics, but he's a writer and he, and he writes stories, um, I follow one of his Instagram channels and he doesn't do videos because he hates it, he writes stories and he, he explains concepts and you know how to improve your your fitness in stories that he shares a lot of them are his stories about his struggles and um his meltdowns and all sorts of stuff and their stories can mm. i say story again nick story how about my, I join you? my four and a half month old son already loves story time we get the bedtime storybook out and he's just mesmerized by this book thing and the fact that mummy and daddy are like because we use the story voice and the, you know, the nut brown hair and you put on the voice thing, you tell a story and you can just see, he's just mesmerized by that storytelling. It's, it's somehow ingrained in us as humans to follow stories. I wonder if our listeners are following your story or if they're a bit like, can we just get on with it? What, what's the point here? Wake up. Was it stop talking? It's time to listen. No, it's an excellent point. We are. We all love a story. That's why we we love television stories. We love stories in the media. We love Netflix. We love listening to podcasts. It's all about the stories. It's all stories. Stories, stories, stories. There's my, I've caught up. And this episode, though from 2018, before the real rise of influencers. So some of you will know as an influencer marketer, if you like, before it was the cool thing to do over there on Insta. And it's as relevant now as it was before, even though the rise of influencer marketing has really changed a lot of this, the, the stories, the playing field. Yes. <laughs> what hasn't changed is the way stories connect yeah. with the end person. And so we wanted to really point you back to this episode today because telling your story as a tradesperson is really important to shortcut what is required for somebody to want to use your services? So we have the no like and trust factor when it comes to any decision-making, particularly where we're purchasing a service and telling a story shortcuts all of that. I get to know you, I get to like you, and I get to trust you because you're being vulnerable. Mm. Vulnerability is the quickest shortcut between A and B for any sale that needs to be made. And when we are vulnerable and we're, sharing our story in a way that people can relate, it just increases that trust factor in a way that you can't replicate without being vulnerable. It's so mm. incredibly important. So we thought it was a great episode to point you back in the direction of episode 213 from January, 2018, where we talked to the lovely Gibbo who was then working for the Chronicle. Is he still with the Chronicle? Uh, yeah, kind of. Mm -hmm. There's been some um, seat shuffling. That's as always happens, particularly after COVID. Yeah. But just to give you a great opportunity to remember how important your story is. I, your, your end consumer does not know who you are before they use you or they, they don't know who you are, what your story is or why you came into the trades until you tell them. And they want to know that stuff. Just like we tell you quite frequently, we remind you who we are, how long we've been coaching, how we came to be coaching, why we coach. We tell you that frequently so that you know our background and you can trust what we're telling you because we're not leading you up the garden path. We're doing this consistently with our own clients and mm. they're getting the results that we talk about. That's why we share some of those stories with you. 
So we just wanted to encourage you to maybe have a think about what your story is. And even though you might find it uninteresting or very dramatic or boring or I don't know, over the top, it doesn't matter because your target client, the clients that really want to work with you want to know it. Mm, Exactly. It's like Netflix for customers. Uh, If you can make your not just you personally either. Um, I know these are supposed to be tidbits, but it's just, it's so hard not to tell a story, Nicole. See, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can tell them about your business. You can tell them about what you do in a factual way and they will literally go to sleep or they will go, oh my gosh, he's spruiking or she's just bragging about herself. Or you could share a story. Oh, it's like this job we did for a, a customer just like you. And this happened and then we did this and they found that out and then we had this problem. And then in the end, it all turned out with a happy ending and your prospect will just lap that up and go, huh, that sounds just like me. Because when we listen to stories or read them or watch them, what we invariably do is we insert ourselves into those stories where we can see there's a parallel or a commonality. And so by telling a story, you give control to your prospective client them to put themselves into that story mm. but if you tell them that this is what they need to think or do they're just going to put the wall up and shut you down so stories are a really cool way to tap into people's um, desire to be in that story yeah we all do it we project ourselves into stories so whether it's about yourself as a business owner your achievements the trials and tribulations whatever uh, you know works in that regard or if it's just using case studies and other jobs that you've done as a way to show what you could do for a prospect, start telling stories, not video, just tell stories in your sales process, in your written posts. Um, You don't have to be an influencer to crush this stuff. You know where we have started sharing stories that we haven't shared them before, Warwick? It's over on our email database. And so if you're keen to learn a little bit more about Warwick and I or our clients or our experiences in life, I encourage you to head on over to the members, uh, sorry, the website and sign up for anything. I mean, there's a million things on there that you can get for free and you can download and, and very inexpensive courses and all sorts of stuff, but just get onto the mailing list. Mm. It'll give you a great opportunity to learn more about us, but not only that, it'll give you some insight into how to tell a story. What opportunity is available to you as a tradie? See if you can uh, pick up on what we're putting down with our our email stories and, uh, you know, rip it off and use that technique in your own business. Please do. This has been another tidbit or tidbit episode. Choose your choice. And we hope you got some value out of this. As Coxie said, go to the website, rip off our stuff. That's why we do this. We want you to, to get change happening in your business And we look forward to bringing you a longer episode, if that's even possible, soon. Hooray.